This is Camp Life, the program side. A weekly podcast for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson and Chris Callow. Now it's time for another entertaining episode. Exploring the fantastical world of summer camp programming. Hey, welcome back to uh, welcome back to the Scamp Life podcast. Uh, what the programming the programming side? side. Oh, programming side. Here we are, uh, not the middle of summer, the beginning of summer. Well, it depends on your middle, camp and when you started. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's really the middle for us. The okay. but there's some other camps I saw. They're like, oh, we just finished staff training. I'm like, right, like, it's July. <laughs> so, yeah, it depends on where you're at. In this episode, uh, I just want to talk to Chris about how camp is going because we are. I know this is a, I don't know if I want to say this is our like the first official summer post COVID, yeah. <laughs> though it's not really post. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, it's going to be with us forever kind of thing. But I know I'm um, just kind of seeing it, you know, with all these uh, supply chain issues, all these no. staff, staff issues, issues, the pay, like, you know, everything is going up in price. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I just want to see how things were going with you. And if you have heard uh, about any other camps and we'll, we'll just kind of yeah. get into it. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So describe your camp for anyone who is not familiar. Sure. So we are a smaller uh, faith-based camp. We max out at 70 campers a week. And we usually run about seven weeks of camping during the summer, a couple weeks of training. And I mean, we're small. We don't have a lake. We have a pool. We have the zip line. We have tons of programming activities, but uh, we're like at 50 acres even on our property. So we're not the biggest location. I know there's like camps that probably listen. They're like, oh, we have 3,000 campers a week. Yeah, how I many? I cannot even begin to imagine that. <laughs> so how many cabins? Oh, 70 so campers. There are, yep. And then, so there are seven camper cabins and then some staff cabins that we have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, and so how was registration this year? Good. And now, and we did, we're still lower. We used to do 10 campers, two counselors is how we have been in the past. And so we are down. Um, we decided that we would max out at eight this year. We did five last year and we did kind of the 50%, but this year we decided we were going to max out at eight campers per cabin, just still kind of being safe-ish, I guess, from COVID, but also still, I mean, a part of that was, I think people are just still kind of getting back into it. I mean, even last week was our full week. We had a waiting list and we all kind of felt exhausted after last week. I was like, it's like, we haven't been in practice for a couple of years. So we're just really, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. So, and you saw the yeah, two so, counselors per cabin? Still two counselors per cabin. And then this year we added in our salts, which people call CITs or LITs. Every, it's, everyone does it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, these are kind of our kitchen staff, ground staff, um, but they do also help out with campers. And so we added them into the cabins this year as well as extra help. And so, so you're like a one to four to, ratio or less. Yeah. 
and you less. guys are exhausted. Eight, one and a half ish. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. That's that's. It does feel like we got real lazy the last couple of years. I mean, we really did. <laughs> so we we have said so many times in the last couple of weeks. How did we do this two years ago? <laughs> what in the world? Like, but your your counselors run the activities too, right? You don't have specialized run activity. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They run it all. And so it's just so, the one week you had a wait list. Cause I I'm here in, you know, like two camps, weeks. two weeks. Yeah. Camps are like, yep. we've got wait lists. We're just having an issue yeah. with staff and that's the big thing. So how was your staff recruitment? It was great in April. Like we had all of our staff. It was wonderful. And then they started dropping like flies. Really? And so we, by the time summer started, we were down a whole guy counselor for a yeah. cabin. And so we, we've kind of had a few, like the, the weeks that we had wait lists, um, our bigger weeks, our, our preteen weeks, we found some guys, some, some guys that came in, some of them have been past staff that were willing to come back for a week, things like that. Wow. And so that has helped, but definitely we've noticed that. Um, our cooks are down this, are, they're up, but they're down. So we have a ton of assistant cooks, but we have no head cooks, like no lead cooks. Your wife is and not so, running things this summer. So she's, yeah. So she does the food service director and uh, her goal was to hire head cooks. So she could just deal with the ordering, deal with kind of the, the supply issues, but then also still help out in the office and stay out of the kitchen for the most part, but she has had to go down and be a cook every day, pretty much, which yeah. sucks for me because then I actually have to deal with things in the office. And I, don't do that. <laughs> I remember what it was earlier in the year. You were like, Oh, we're not getting any guy counselors and may just have to be all no. female campers. Yeah. And <laughs> but I was that's really, we usually have one or two, Early on, you know, we start hiring in January. We usually have one or two, like, okay, we got a couple guys. We'll see. Right. This year, we did not. I mean, it was late that we, hmm. it was, I guess, end of March, April, that we finally had two guys that said, yeah, I'll do it for the summer. I'm like, cool. Thank you. <laughs> so, but even them, both of them had to be gone a couple weeks in the summer. So it was like, oh, great. Like we're losing our, they, they can't be here every week. And Yeah. Salt leader, our, our CIT leader, we never uh -huh. got either. We have a director oh. that's over them. Oh, okay. Uh, and we were hoping to have two leaders, kind of like a junior counselor kind of person that would be you know, there kind of overseeing them, making sure they get to bed on time, things like that, making sure they get up in the morning. But the salt leader would still, or the salt director would still be directing the program, but did not get those leaders. So, and uh your registration fees, are they the same that they've been, or did you go up a little? We did go up, but we didn't go up enough for what inflation went up. Yeah. And so we, we went up significantly. I think we went up about $50 oh. for our, for each week and which some parents early on were really upset about, like they wrote me like, I can't believe you went up this high. And we're like, we are just predicting, you know, we're seeing some things happen. We're predicting some good inflation and, and right. this is where things are going to cost. And so now <laughs> we're like, we didn't go up enough because with the gas prices, the way they are, 
we're in Illinois, so gas is the highest here. Like it's just ridiculous. But and, and so yeah. your fifty dollars, that fifty dollars puts you at what? How much a week? So we're at uh, every week's different. So our our medium is about three fifty. Three fifty for so. a residential week mm-hmm. of camp. That's yeah. just my. And this was they don't, don't even know, cover their food costs. Six <laughs> or seven much years ago, yeah, yeah. I the the day camp that. I directed was more than that mm-hmm. and that was back then that was a day camp i don't know how you well that was in california too though <laughs> this is true and things are higher there <laughs> man and so were you able to pay staff more at all we did i that and that was one of the things we've always raised our staff pay we make sure that we we are the highest at least in this area to pay our staff and so each of our staff our counselors get 350 a week um, and we wanted to make sure like most of the other ones in this area are 300. There's a couple of camps that are 250. We just wanted to make sure we were paying our staff, taking care of them as best we could. Yeah. But yeah. So 350, I mean, one camper covers their staff for the week and then they all, I mean, campers don't actually cover their food costs for the week. So it is, we rely a lot on donations and giving from churches and individuals to yeah. our camp. And that's how we stay afloat. But, gotcha. And you mentioned parents. How have the parents been this this summer? Um, <laughs> different. <laughs> I, some of the things are the same. I mean, we are still getting. Oh my! My baby has been at your camp for you know thirty five minutes, and I haven't seen any pictures of him. Or I we got one. Our our computer, our picture computer that we store all pictures on last week on Wednesday night, like deleted every picture. <gasps> No. And so we're like, oh crap. And so we got what we could that was still on the SD cards and things like that. We went out and asked all the counselors, like, give us your pictures. But we normally drop about 700 pictures at the end of the week. Like, here's all our pictures. And last week we only dropped 200. And so, of course, I had multiple parents that were like, I looked through all the pictures and, you know, I only saw two and my kid wasn't smiling in the two, but right. he was in the very background right. and obviously didn't even know there was a camera there. I'm like, <laughs> like come on. How man. does that happen? That the computer that, just that we lost deleted. It all? Yeah. There's something with iCloud. We were it, it something I, cause our media person was messing around trying to get it to work a little bit faster and it was a bad idea. Oh, and so, yeah, man. it was really but I mean, we made sure every counselor took a few pictures. So every child has a picture. Every child has a picture of them smiling, but there might not be 10 pictures of your child smiling. And so how do they I take pictures? To, um, what do you like, mean? Is it on their phone? Yeah. Phones. Some of them actually have a digital camera. Some of the counselors okay. Okay. before we paid for a photographer. I mean, that's what we did. I gave all the counselors digital cameras or told them to use their phones. And I said, this right. is the only picture, you know, the only pictures we're going to have is what you take. And that's how it used to be. I'm, but I am still, I know we've talked about this on so many episodes. I am, I wish we could do away with all the photos. That's where I'm at because that's some of our biggest complaints. Yeah. So that didn't used to be. We did have, I got a two page written note from a grandma um, (laughs) that was very upset. Uh So (laughs) I'm like, awesome. But we do our pickup at the end of the week, still the same as last year. We created some new rules with COVID. We used to have a big ceremony. Everyone came into the chapel. They crowded in too many people. We had this huge ceremony. And then you left with your family. And it was fun. It was nice. 
Mm-hmm. But with COVID, we're like, we're not doing that. We're going to pick up on the drive. Well, that was one of the things we really liked. It just worked better for the camp. You know, they pull in at the sign. The uh, Our staff director that's out there will radio in what kid they're picking up. So right. the kid is inside the chapel with me. We're playing uh, these PowerPoint games that I have. Um, we call them the waiting on parent games. And so they, their counselor, you know, takes that kid, walks them out, they get their luggage, they hop in the car and they leave. Like it's, it's a nonstop process. The circle drive just keeps moving. No one parks, no one goes. Right. And so this one grandma showed up and, you know, she asked, oh, who are you here to pick up? Well, I'm not actually picking up anyone. We're just meeting my daughter here who's picking up her son because my grandson is here, blah, blah, blah. And we're just going to meet and have a little picnic. And she's like, no, you, you can't get out of your car. You have to stay in your car. Like that's the rule. Like parents aren't getting out it's a safety issue too. Like we don't want just random people wandering around our camp and you definitely can't have <laughs> right. a picnic on our property. <laughs> so, but she parked her car, went and got her grandkid because she was on the pickup list. So she could pick him up. And then her and her grandkid decided to walk around camp and get a little tour. And so my wife, Carrie, you know, like, Hey, there's a lady walking around with the, and she told me the kid's name. I go, yeah, that's grandma. Can you just let her know? You know, she needs to go back. Like we can't, she needs to at least wait by her car. She can't just be walking around camp. So Carrie went and said, Hey, sorry. You know, it's a safety issue. In fact, we have a food truck coming in. The garbage comes today. Like it's just chaos on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So like, you just can't be here. It's not safe. So the grandma wrote this huge long letter. She scolded me and I just felt embarrassed. And we're like, oh my goodness. So I haven't Carrie doesn't scold. <laughs> no, I'm like, that's what I said. I'm like, it was a good thing she came out because I was really stressed <laughs> right. and frustrated. I would have yelled at you. <laughs> but I because she was told. And so I'm trying to figure yeah. out the nicest way to say, I'm sorry your feelings are hurt. However, you were told not to get out of your car and you still did. Right. You shouldn't even have been here because that information came to you via email or at least your daughter via email that, you know, we just drive through pickup. That's yeah, how it works. So. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, I, I'm seeing lots of lots of posts and people are, you know, my kids loved it. They had a good time. Thank you so much. I mean, people are. I think they're glad their kids are back at camp. Yeah. So like typical camper behavior that you've seen or anything different? Yeah. I don't feel like the campers are any different. If yeah. if anything, I think I have had less campers in trouble this year than normal. I think we, even as whether it's our counselors and our staff or just us as a whole, are putting up with a little bit more, maybe that they're they're like, okay, this isn't that big of a, you know, we made it a big deal before it's not that big of a deal. Like it's just a, Hey, you lose five minutes of free time. We're not calling home for this kind of thing. Yeah. The kids have gone but, back to school. They're kind of back into mm-hmm. the social scene. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's not as bad as it was. And so are you still doing COVID precautions? Ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, for what our state is requiring. I mean, we are meeting all of those precautions um, that we are required But we are, I do feel like we're in a little bit of a bubble here for even knowing what's going on in the COVID world. Like somebody was telling me the other day, wherever they're at, like, oh, it's really up here in this county. I'm like, it is like, I didn't even realize it. We haven't had any issues. We have been good. But even just encouraging our staff, like, hey, on the weekends, don't, you know, I know it's 4th of July this weekend. Don't, don't go to a big 
crazy event and get something that's going to keep you out of working because we need you all here. Yeah. So it's more of just stay small, <laughs> stay with your family. Kind of right. do small things right now. <laughs> After summer, knock your socks off. <laughs> right. Um, the big thing I want to know, have you tried any new activities being the program guy? <laughs> Yes and no. Um, so I, we're going to talk about this under facilities, but we had a big cost that we still haven't actually paid for. We're still waiting on an invoice from it. We had a big cost at the beginning of the summer. So a lot of the ideas I had, we haven't been able to do because uh, we're money. not sure if there's money. Yeah. But a couple of new things are Beehive, which is our snack shack, our canteen. Um, we were hoping to have this new building done. And it's not quite there yet. So the uh, we moved into the into the dining hall. We had kind of an area that it was really just storage for the, the old canteen. So we cleaned all that up and just turned it into our canteen, which we're calling the beehive, decorated it really nice. And we have gone big with that. And so oh. there's like there's uh 25 flavors of cotton candy. We have a shaved ice machine with 15 different flavors of that. Oh my goodness. We were going to do these. Um, have you seen like the weird flavors of you have? Cause you're in Florida. They have these probably everywhere. Like the weird, you can get like mustard soda or ranch dressing soda. No. They have like all those weird flavors. Have you not what? seen those? Is that maybe that's a weird what? thing here by us. All like the touristy shops. They have like hundreds Ugh. of soda bottles. Yeah. Ugh. The one of them mustard was horrible. That oh was the God. worst one. Yeah, you you think oh, were you horrible. thinking it was going to be good? But like some of them are like black olive, what? black olive soda oh, wasn't God, no. horrendous. No, like you're like okay, this is weird. But then they have like cool, like they have like a vanilla strawberry cheesecake soda too. All right, well there and you go. Some, so we had thought like this would be kind of fun. We went and our family alone just went to a soda shop and did this and we, you know, did little flights. So we right. each got, you know, we bought like five different sodas and we poured ourselves a little bit of each. So we all got to try it at the same time. Kind of like we did in did you get the Beverly the Coke place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the Coke place in Disney. Right. And so like, this is cool. So the guy that owns the shop, we're like, Hey, we want to do this. And he's like, yeah, I'll give it to you wholesale. Well, so he, every time Carrie has called, she's not been able to get a hold of him. And she's finally like, listen, dude, like, leaving a message like, we want to do this. When can we call you? So he called back anytime on, on Monday from like 10 to 11 AM. <laughs> cool. We got an hour. We can talk to you. <laughs> and she has called multiple times in that hour and not gotten an answer. Oh, so it. we're like, forget it. We're done. Yeah. Um, so we started making our own sodas and we're calling them the fizzies. And they have been amazing. It has been huge. So we have about what? 16 or 17 different fizzies. So like there's a caramel apple one. There's a s'mores flavored one. How, stop, stop, stop. How are you making these? So it's um, the, it's a, it, they all have a different base. So they all get about half a cup of ice. And then for like the cream kind of soda, so like the birthday cake soda, the, the lavender cream soda, the dream cycle, the Rupert freeze, all those, they have whole milk. So half a cup of whole milk, and then you put in your flavoring. So if it's root beer, you put in root beer. If it's orange, you put in orange. Um, the strawberry shortcake one gets like a strawberry flavoring packet. Like you would pour into like a water, like those little flavor water flavorings. And then we fill it the rest with cream soda for the cream based ones. If it's not a cream based one, like the one we call lightning bug, which is sour, 
they start off with either lemonade or a Sprite base, and then you choose your different flavorings. And so we have all these different flavored sodas that have gone over really well. And then last week, one of my campers had a really good idea and he, his name was Rush. And he goes, you know, Mr. Chris, you should do, we have, we call it the impossible shot. And it's last year we shot a basketball hoop. This year they shoot a Nerf gun, a little sticky Nerf gun at a board. And if they get it in the circle, they win that. He goes, you should have one of the circles. You get to create your own fizzy and name it. Like, all right, Rush, that's, you know, he's a seventh grader. Like, what would you create? So he's like, all right, let's start with chocolate milk. And then you add in more chocolate syrup. So you put in mocha <laughs> and he's like, let's see, how about caramel syrup? I'm like, okay. So we put in some caramel syrup. He goes, I fill the rest with cream soda. And he goes and sprinkle some of the, we have like these uh, cinnamon graham crackery things you can sprinkle on top with cream. And I go, okay, what would you call this? He goes, sugar rush. And his name's rush. I go, All right. that's a really good name. Well, it tastes like a liquid candy bar. It's so sugary, but the kids <laughs> love it. So I'm so, like, so okay, you, I like this idea. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, you're making them to order. You're like made to order mm-hmm. kind of things. And is uh, like a, uh, the person running the beehive is making these they are so we i have been in there helping because it has been it went over so we've only had let's see we have two weeks of camp the first week we had like 30 some odd kids last week we had it was close to 70 and we have sold 300 fizzy sodas wow. <laughs> that time. And so it has gone. So they're like huge. a it's soda so, shop jerk or yeah. uh, like a little. So bartender. we have had to help. So we've created a whole, I mean, we had a whole system when we go down there and help. And, but it has been a, like, I, we almost need to do an entire, I don't know if canteen people listen, but like, here's how you make them all. I need to create a little recipe book and everything. Yeah. What do you, what do you use to make these? Like just blender well, so, or no, they're, so soda just, just stir them. Yeah. So oh, the soda is already because okay. we're adding in soda. So you already get your carbonation from that. Gotcha. But I see. But yeah. oh, so there's not like a little ninja blender or anything. No, we yeah, have okay. that too. But yeah, that's a whole different. Gotcha. <laughs> so, All right. Wow. Those are blenders. So, well, yeah, so that's been fun. Man, it must take forever to get a cabin through uh, with all these made-to-order drinks. We've been, we've set it up kind of like Starbucks style. So the person at the register, when they she takes the order, she'll write their name on the cup and what okay. they're ordering. And then she sits on the counter. And then there's about three of us that make the sodas. And so... I mean, it's pretty fast. I feel like we're much faster than Starbucks. But okay. All right. <laughs> you know, fill it, holler out their name. They take the soda and go. But you got a tip jar out there? I should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's cool. Any yeah. other uh, any other activities? or? Yeah. Uh, duck hunt is new this year. You're hunting and ducks? So we that's have, awesome. Yeah, we have. I got the four <laughs> ducks. No. Uh, we So we did the archery tag or we call it archery dodge here yeah. uh with the archery tag arrows and things like that uh, and the little kids always had trouble like it was too hard for them and it was a real boring game like it just didn't work and right. so this year the counselors i bought a bunch of those inflatable duck rafts like with the big duck head that go <laughs> okay. around your waist sure and then a couple like duck costumes and masks and things like that <laughs> and so the counselors dress up and the, the campers just stand on a line, kind of like a duck hunt at a carnival game, except they're shooting their counselors that are just like ducks. And that has gone over very well. They have totally loved that. 
nice i've gone out there with my big old bow and archery dodge and i've shot a couple counselors too it's been fun nice. <laughs> so and then of course our skate bags that you and i have created have been hugely okay. popular on rainy days oh good good playing those even not on rainy days they've grabbed them and played them i realized the um the backpack that i created and still not available on patchwork but it is too difficult have you found oh. that some of yours are too difficult not yet. They've loved okay. all of mine. How long does so, it take I, to get through? So I don't recommend it for the K4 group. We have a kindergarten yeah. through fourth grade. And I tell the counselors like, and it's a little rough for them. Yeah. Um, but they did it with the five, eight weeks and they, they really liked it. Uh, yeah. One of the diaper bags is about an hour. An hour, it takes. yeah. And grandma's purse, they're averaging 45 minutes-ish. Okay. So yeah, they're like... The, the backpack, when I take it in, I want it to be like a 20 minute game, but it's ended up being like a 40 minute. So yeah, yeah I need to maybe have a second version for it. An My version. 80s uh, family pack has gone about 30 minutes. That one's been, yeah, it goes about 30. So that's cool. All right. Yeah. So I, uh, and then any old favorites that you kept around that or brought back, I guess. Yeah. I said we brought back the Zorbs. You the did bubble ball soccer. You're always like um, anti Zorbs. I so I am, and I still am because <laughs> they're a pain. Yeah. So much to blow up, and we're only down. We had twenty. We're I think we have about twelve right now that what? still they like popped? don't have holes in them. Oh my! Or whatever, and it's like oh, but they they're enjoying them. Like it's been. I think five years since we did them last. Oh, gotcha. And so it's okay. just them coming back has been fun. They really enjoyed that. Right. And then free time. That was something even looking ahead and talking with other camp people, like what is something that these kids and it's the socialness that the kids are missing. And yeah. so we've doubled all of our free time. Nice. Yeah. And that has been huge. Everyone has commented on, and yeah, my kids just loved just sitting out, drinking their fizzies and talking to each other. Yeah, for so, sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And so you mentioned facilities. What's going on with your facilities? Um, um, well, so beginning of the summer, we had one of our well pipes, our big old pipes that leads to our pool burst. It froze and burst, uh, which is awesome. And so that was end of February that that happened and it did not, it wasn't able to get fixed by the people until the middle of our training week. So we were very nervous, like, Hey, cause that was all the guys cabins, the nature center. None of that had water oh. going to it for, and so we're like, if we don't, I mean, I'm not going to get a bunch of buckets and fill up the pool. Right. So <laughs> this is going to be rough, but it got fixed. And we are still waiting on an invoice from what we're just estimating kind of by what they had to do and cost of things. We're saying it's going to be about a 30 grand Ooh, fix. So we've not gotten an invoice yet. I'm really hoping they either decided to donate it or just they've <laughs> lost the invoice, but I'm so, sure it's coming. <laughs> you know, you, uh, if you decide to come down to Florida to work, you won't have those freezing issues. I know, I know. Uh, I got to deal with like alligators <laughs> eating children. Yeah, you know, That's there's the... that. <laughs> so, um, and then what else has been going on? Um, the nature center, we've changed it up a little bit, kind of downsized because it costs so much for all those animals. And so that's that's getting a little bit less, but it has a leak in the basement. 
So we have to figure that out. The old, the old, old escape room. Escape room. Yeah. That's and crazy. Then, but our cabins are still, I mean, they're looking nice. We got the last one painted. Um, so all the remodel of the cabins are officially done and parents got to see them this year because at drop off parents get to help drop off last year. They, you know, they just drove around, dropped their kid and left where this year we're letting the parents go in and kind of help make the beds. And so we're getting lots of compliments on them. And then it gives our counselors a chance to talk about how we are renting them out in the falls to families. And so you can uh-huh. rent the cabin as a family and stay. Nice. Nice. So that's been good. All right. And so, um, kind of finally supply chain issues. I kind of bypass that. Any, have you felt that? You have (laughs) so much in the food, the most that's where it's really been. I mean, there's been a few things. I have something I ordered for an activity on Amazon and it's still like, it has not arrived, but the food has been the big thing. We got a a fryer at the beginning of the year. I like April, I think. And it needed a converter because we're propane out here. And so we found it online. Perfect. Exact one we need. Ordered it. It still has not arrived. And so luckily we were able to find something a little bit different. That Air fryer? Some fryer. Yeah. No, <laughs> say a little, a different converter that a fryer guy came out and made work. So we've been able to use the fryer. Thank goodness. Uh, okay. But we didn't get to use it the first week. Um, food is spotty. Like we'll get calls from our. Our, really? our wholesale guy or when they come in, they bring in food. They'll be like, oh yeah, we didn't have this. We're like, cool. Even milk. We couldn't get chocolate milk the first week what? of camp. And we still have not gotten 2%, like the little cartons. Um, we still have not gotten 2%. They keep bringing us skim and the kids what? don't, no one wants skim milk. It's disgusting. <laughs> so that has been rough. There's a popcorn part. Our, uh, we got a popcorn machine donated to us, but it needs a little tray to catch all the kernels or whatever at the bottom. If you don't yeah. have the tray, it's like a pain. It's a huge yeah. mess. And so it has been on order since the beginning. It still has not arrived. The strangest yeah. things are. Yeah. yeah. Weird stuff. Yeah. But the price of course of everything has gone up. Like we yeah. are, we're paying more. So we have 240 kids this year and we had 379 back in 2019 And we're paying almost double for food that we paid in 2019 for that many less people here. Man, that's crazy. Awful. And so have you heard uh, any other camps or any other camps? Yeah, I I just, I sent my daughter to a camp in Indiana because I want her to go and have that camp experience where her dad's not in charge. (laughs) She had a great time. She loved it, but talking with the director afterwards, you know, they're having supply chain issues. He also, he was short two counselors for the summer, for the um, summer. And so they, he's had tell multiple people like, sorry, we just, you can't come to camp this year. Cause we don't have the counselors to watch yeah. campers. Yeah. Um, a camp, another camp I know that's down South. I feel like every week she's had about three staff in quarantine because of COVID. And so Man. she's called me multiple times and talked about that. Um, several camps near us don't have lifeguards, so they haven't been able to open their pool or lake. Yeah. Um, one camp that's not far that's not far from me at all. They ended up only having two weeks of camp this summer because they could not find enough staff. Oh. And then their 
overall business decided they are selling the place. And so at the end of this year, they're done for. And I'm like, oh, I've offered them $20. They have not responded to my offer yet. But I think I'm. <laughs> you're, you're looking. Got, you're looking to get crossed. into the uh, camp ownership <laughs> the game owning. with twenty dollars. Yeah. Awesome! I yeah. feel like that's going to be there. So. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I right, mean, I don't right. know. now that I've told everybody on the podcast, uh, I have to go up to at least twenty-five. I'll throw so. another ten in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Because it's a beautiful campground. It's really sad. I mean, they have like two or three hundred acres. Just beautiful beautiful campground but just too much money to have a camp right now that is rough yeah man very rough in the camp industry (laughs) yeah so uh how many more weeks of camp do you have we have so this week currently um we it's called discovery camp it's been our short week we always try and put it around the fourth of july this is the younger kids campers yep so these are younger kids a little more homesick we you know they want to discover if they can handle camp and so it just goes from Tuesday night to Thursday, um, just two nights overnight, a couple days real fast, just to see, can I handle camp? Um, so we have that, we have our teen week, and then we have another K4 and another 5.8. So four All more right. weeks to go. All right. Well, I mean, ups and downs, it sounds like. So yeah. but I mean, it's, I, for the most part, camp. I feel, yeah, I feel like we're, we're definitely more back than we were last year, yeah. but I feel like we're still not there, but we are, we're closer to normal right. than we have been the last couple of years. So I like that. So. Well, cool. Hey, nobody yeah. has called my number to leave a message or anything. Oh, I know. Listen, just call. If you don't have something to say about, you know, what we've talked about <laughs> or maybe a new idea you have or just tell me about like how camp is going. I'd love to hear it. Or if you need to tell your parents that are whining about their pictures, here, the call this number and whine about pictures. That's Please do not do. do that. Please do not do that. <laughs> this is for you. I'm going to start giving it out. <laughs> you only. It's funny because uh, Google Voice, uh, which this number is, is like, hey, you haven't been using this. So you got 30 days <laughs> to make use you it or yeah. it's going to someone else. And I'm like, no. They make you feel real bad. <laughs> right? uh, nobody loves Sorry. me. You're a loser. No one calls you. So we're giving your number to someone more popular. <laughs> so the number is 407-710-8770. Call now. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And just leave a message. Yeah. I'm not going to answer it. You don't have to worry about like, oh, I don't want to talk to him. You can just, just leave a message and uh, I'll share it with yeah. Chris and yeah, it'll be fun. All cool. right. I guess that's it. That's it. Well, next week we are magazine styling it again. Going to talk about nine different things during the podcast. And yeah. again, you know, if that's something you like or don't like, call Kurt and let him know. Exactly. and leave a message and so otherwise we're just going to keep doing it till somebody tells us <laughs> to stop i guess right <laughs> <laughs> all right well from around the campfire this has been kurt and chris thanks for listening see ya